Chapter Eight of the Combined Maze by May Sinclair. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Expatriate in Bangor, Maine. Chapter Eight. That night, Ransom was more than ever the prey of thought, if you could call it thought, that mad racing and careering of his brain which followed his encounter with Miss Usher. The stupefaction which had been her first effect had given way to a peculiar excitement and activity of mind when he said to himself that miss usher had behaved queerly he meant that she had acted with a fine defiance of convention and she had carried it off she had compelled him to accept her with her mystery as a thing long known she had pushed the barriers aside and in a moment she had established intimacy for only intimacy could have excused her interference with his innermost affairs she had given him an amount of warning and advice that he would not have tolerated from his own mother and she had used some charm that made it impossible for him to resent it what could well be queerer than that he should be told by a girl he did not know that his case was hopeless that he must give up running after winnie diamond that he was only persecuting a girl who didn't care for him ransom had no doubt that she had spoken out of some secret and mystic knowledge of her friend he supposed that women understood each other and after all what had she done that was so extraordinary she had only put into words sensible words his own misgivings his own profound distrust of the event what was extraordinary if he could have analyzed it was the calmness that mingled with his disturbance calmness with regard to winnie and to the issue taken out of his hands and decided for him calmness and yet a pain a distinct pain that he was not subtle enough to recognize as remorse for a disloyalty and under it all that nameless inexplicable excitement as if for the first time in the affairs of sex he had a sense of mystery and of adventure he did not ask himself how it was that winnie had not stirred that sense in him he did not refer it definitely to violet usher it had moved in the air about her but it remained when she was gone so far was he from referring it to miss usher that when it died down he made no attempt to revive it by following the adventure he was restrained by some obscure instinct of self-preservation also by the absurd persistence with which in thought he returned again and again to winnie diamond that recurrent tenderness for winnie a girl who had no sort of tenderness for him was a thing he did not mean to encourage more than he could help still it kept him from running after any other girl he was not in love with violet usher and so gradually her magic lost its hold upon his memory autumn came and with it another grand display at the polytechnic gymnasium the grandest he had yet known as if it had been some great civic function it was attended by the mayor of marylebone in his robes to be sure the mayor who was going on that night left some time before the performance of mr j r f ransome on the horizontal bar but ranny was not aware of the disappearance of the mayor he was not perfectly aware of his own amazing evolutions on the horizontal bar he was not perfectly aware of anything but the face and eyes of violet usher fixed on him from the side gallery above the gallery was crowded with other faces and with other eyes all fixed on him but he was not aware of them the gallery was for him a solitude pervaded by the presence of violet usher she was seated in the front row directly opposite him 
her arms were laid along the balustrade and she leaned out over them bending her dark brows toward him immovable and intent he did not know whether she was alone there to all appearance she was alone for her face remained fixed above her arms and it was as if her eyes never once looked away from him and under their gaze an exultation seized him and a fierce desire not only to exceed and to excel all other performers on the horizontal bar but to go beyond himself beyond his ordinary punctual precision beyond the mere easy swing and temperate rhythm instead of the old good-natured rivalry it was as if he struggled and did battle in some supreme and terrible fight each movement that he made fired his blood from the first flinging of his lithe body upward and the sliding of its taut muscles on the bar to the frenzy of his revolving triumphal glorious to behold each muscle and each nerve had its own peculiar ecstasy and when he dropped from the high bar to the floor he stood tingling and trembling and breathless from the queer violence with which his heart threw itself about so utterly had he gone beyond himself and he knew that his demonstration had not been quite so triumphal so glorious as he had thought it there had been far too much hurry and excitement about it and booty told him he was all right but perhaps not quite up to his usual form it was with the air of a conqueror that ranny pushed his way through the packed line of spectators in the gallery it was with a crushed and nervous air as of some great artist conscious of his aim and of his failure that he presented himself to violet usher sliding slantwise into the place she had made for him it was as if she had known that he would come to her they shook hands awkwardly and with the stirring of her body there came from her that faint warm odour of violets i didn't expect to see you here he said at last winnie brought me else i shouldn't have come she was very precise in making winnie responsible for her appearance he gathered that that was her idea of propriety well anyhow it's a bit of all right he said then they sat silent for a while and the girl's face turned to ranny with a flying look and it was as if she had touched him with her eyes lightly and shyly and was gone then her eyes began slowly to look him up and down up and down from his bare neck and arms white against the thin crimson binding of his zephyr from his shoulders and from his chest where the lines and bosses of the muscles showed under the light gauze and from his crimson belt down the firm long slopes to his knees and it was as if her eyes brushed him palpably with soft feather strokes they rested on his face and it was as if they held him between two ardent hands and over her own face as she looked at him there went a little wave of change her rich colour stirred and deepened her lips parted for the quick passage of her breath and her blue eyes looked grey as if veiled in a light vapour ranny was seized with an overpowering a terrible consciousness of himself and of his evolutions on the horizontal bar well he said as if in apology you've seen me figuring queerly oh it's all right for men she said besides i've seen you before why you weren't here last time no not here where then where on earth can you have seen me she bent her brows at him in that way she had under the brim of her wide hat i saw you at wandsworth at the sports running in that race when you won the cup oh lord said ranny expressing his innermost confusion well i'm sure you ran beautifully oh yes i ran all right and you jumped 
anybody can jump said ranny can they oh lord yes you should see fred booty i did see him you won the cup off him she drew herself up in that other way she had as if challenged and he'll win it off me next year you bet look here they are some instinct risen he knew not whence compelled him to divert her gaze from below in the great hall came the sound of the rhythmic padding and tramping of feet the young ladies of the polytechnic were marching in right and left they wheeled and right and left ranged themselves in two long lines under the galleries now they were marking time with the stiff rise and fall of black stockings under the short tunics pacing them at the head of her rank was winnie diamond very upright and earnest and with each movement of her hips the crimson sash of leadership swung in rhythm at her side miss usher turned to him is winnie with them rather there she is right opposite jolly she looks doesn't she miss usher looked at winnie the bent black brows bent lower and a large blue eye slewed round into her profile darting a sudden light at him don't ask me she said i'm sure i don't know and she turned her shoulder on him and sat thus averted gazing at her own hands folded in her lap ransome leaned out over the balustrade and watched winnie and for a moment as he watched her he felt again the old sense of tenderness and absurdity mingled this time with that mysterious pain a barbell struck on the floor a feminine voice gave the sharp word of command and the young ladies formed up for their performance on the parallel bars miss usher still sat averted look he said at last it's winnie's turn she turned slowly reluctantly almost and looked winnie diamond shy but grave and earnest was going through her little preliminary by-play at the bars then with her startling suddenness she rushed at them and swung herself it seemed to ransome with an increased abandonment a wilder rhythm and motion and when she raised her body like an arch far-stretching and wide-planted it seemed to him that it rose higher and stretched farther and wider than before that there was in fact something preposterous in her attitude for as miss usher looked at winnie she drew herself up and her red mouth stiffened ranny's tension relaxed when winnie flung herself from side to side again and over and lighted on her feet in the little curtsying posture perfunctory and pathetic he clapped his hands jove that's good he was smiling tenderly he turned to miss usher eager and delighted well what did you think of it the eyes he gazed into were remote and cold miss usher did not answer him and he gathered from her silence that he disapproved profoundly of the performance he wondered why oh come he said she's the best we've got there's not one of those girls that can touch her on the bars look at them i don't want to look at them i didn't think it would be like that i'm not used to it i've never been to a gymnasium in my life before you ought to come you should join us miss usher why don't you thank you mr ransome i'd rather not i don't see myself he didn't see her either some of his innocence had gone she had taken it away from him he was beginning to understand how winnie's performance had struck her it was magnificent but it was not a thing that could be done by a nice woman by a woman who respected herself and her own womanhood and her own beauty not a thing that could be done by violet usher he was not sure that in her view it was consistent with propriety with reticence with a perfect purity and he began to wonder whether his own view of it had not been a little shameless 
he rushed for sheer decency into a stuttering defence well but well but but it's all right don't you know it's all right for men they're different but not right for women if you really want to know no i don't think it is it isn't pretty for one thing oh i say how about winnie winnie's different it doesn't seem to matter so much for her why not for her well she's a queer creature anyhow how do you mean queer well more like a boy somehow than a girl she doesn't care she'll do anything and she's plucky if she's taken a thing into her head she'll go through with it whatever you say yes she's got pluck he assented and cheek mind you she's as good as gold with all her queerness but it is queer mr ransome if you're a woman not to care what you do or what you look like doing it and she's so innocent she doesn't really know she couldn't do it if she did all the same i wish she wouldn't she seemed to brood over it in beautiful distress it's a pity that the boys encourage them boys don't mind of course but men don't like it and with every word of her strange magical voice there went from him some shred of innocence and illusion it was of course his innocence his ignorance that had made him tolerant of a grand display that had filled him with admiration for the young ladies of the polytechnic gymnasium and that had attracted him to winnie diamond everything he had thought and felt about winnie was illusion it was illusion that sense she gave him of tenderness and of absurdity gymnastics were all very well in their way but nice women the women that men cared about women like violet usher did not make of their bodies a spectacle in grand displays little winnie whatever she did was all right of course but now he came to think of it he began to wish like violet usher that she wouldn't do it it was as a boy and her comrade that he had admired her it was as a man that he criticized her now looking at her through violet usher's eyes and it was as a boy that he had cared and as a man that he had ceased to care in one night ranny had suddenly grown up of course it might have been different if she had cared for him what does it mean the combined maze what is it miss usher was studying her program the combined maze that wasn't so easy to explain but ranny explained it it was he said a maze because you ran it winding in and out like and combined because men and women ran in it all mixed up together they made patterns accordant as they ran and the patterns were the plan of the maze you didn't see the plan you didn't know it unless you were leader you just followed i see men and women together men and women together are you running in it yes does winnie run in it rather we run together you'll see how it's done miss usher thought she saw and they ran in it together ransom with winnie before him turning from him parting from him flying from him and returning to him again always with the same soft pad of her feet the same swaying of her sturdy slender body the same rising and falling on her shoulders of her childish door-knocker plait winnie was a child that was all that could be said of her and he he was a man grown up suddenly in a single night he ran perfunctorily through all the foolish turnings and windings of the maze he put his hands on winnie's waist to guide her when in her excitement she went wrong he linked his arm with hers when they ran locked shoulder to shoulder in the great wheel but it was as if he held and caught and was locked together with a child winnie's charm was gone and with it gone the sense of tenderness and absurdity 
gone the magic and the madness of the running for in ranny's heart there was another magic and another madness and it was as if life itself had caught him and locked him with a woman in the whirling of its great wheel end of chapter eight recording by expatriate in bangor maine